Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast at the end of Solari's first week in charge of the club, which, despite delivering a victory in his first game, hardly inspired a wave of positivity from the fans to the media alike, with reports focusing on the continuing struggle for goals, their biggest stars at the club, the likes of Ramos, Bale and Asensio, all being whistled at at varying points in the game. And, as if to underline the serious nature of the current situation, a public who believe their saviour is an 18-year-old Brazilian called Vinicius. Now, it isn't all bad news this morning. On field, there may be plenty of woes, but it hasn't stopped Real Madrid's brand from flexing its considerable muscle off-field. They can look forward to a plentiful revenue stream over the next decade with news that the next shirt deal, which will run for 10 years, will bring in an eye-watering 1.1 billion euro, which when you add merchandising on top, Real Madrid could be looking at a potential revenue of 150 million per season for the next decade. It's a deal which will have the rest of the European elite hurrying to check the details of the deals they've signed in the last couple of years. Now, on to the victory over Valladolid. Well, the name in lights after that victory was Vinicius. And the view afterward was, yes, Lopetegui was right. He does need time to develop. But where better to develop than with the talented squad that he's got around him in the first team squad, as opposed to languishing with the Castilla team? So, good day for Vinicius, bad day for Bale again as he was removed after 70 minutes of another pale display. Whistles not only for him, but sporadically aimed at Ramos and Asensio throughout the game. Ramos said afterwards, with things as they are, we have to try and stay calm. We do understand the feeling of the fans, the whistling and everything else. We have to change that. With results, we will get the people to trust us again. As for the coach Solari, he was satisfied and restrained. It felt good to be here, he said. I would love to win 7-0 every game. But football, he added, is complicated. And his response to the criticism of certain players out there today, the work of Bale, Asensio and Casemiro was just as important to us as Vinicius, Lucas and Isco. Benzema, he went on to say, is an exceptional player in his position, exquisite, very technical. He makes his teammates better. Today, he worked very hard on defence. And there, of course, lies most of the problem. For most people, you don't buy a striker because of his defensive work. It's goals and Benzema simply isn't scoring enough of them. Zero goals in La Liga since September the 1st just isn't good enough. But the alternatives are literally zero, as he's the most able of what they have as Mariano's struggles to create any sort of positive impression. Vinicius on television afterwards said, we needed this victory. Little by little, he said, things will get better. Bale was being discussed on performances dissected. Bale, it said, his problems aren't just physical. He's managed to play only 55%, remember, of the available minutes since he arrived here. But... The columns went on to say his problems are as much mental as anything else. What a pity, this column said, that a player of such obvious talents has so little character. Well, it certainly leaves you, after reading these comments across many of the medias yesterday, wondering why, with so much apathy toward him, he doesn't simply just pack up his bags and leave. He must surely see now, even if there is the occasional wonder call in a big game, that whatever he does... 
at this stage of his Madrid career will never be enough to satisfy the critics. Now on to transfers and rumours and speculation. Eden Hazard's brother Torgan has been talking in the Belgian press. Eden, he said, won't be going to Madrid in January. Madrid are in a time of change. Eden will watch and see what happens between now and the end of the season. Sunday saw the Italian media, especially the Milan favoured, talking up the ongoing negotiations between Suso and Milan as they try to secure his future. Uh, he has said, most importantly, that he's happy at Milan and wants to renew his contract. Back onto the subject of the next permanent appointment as the Real Madrid coach. Plenty of opinion across Europe's Sunday press. Uh, with views growing that Solari will be in residence until summer when Perez will make a move for Maurizio Pochettino. An alternative view was selling the attributes of Antonio Conte. Quotes, Perez must give him what he wants if he wants a winning coach. Jose Mourinho's name was linked again, but not with a move to Madrid, but underlining why he won't be going back there. He's alleged to have told friends, despite a decent relationship that he still has with Perez, he said, quote, he will not go back to Madrid because of all the negativity that surrounded him in the final days he was there. And more wheeling and dealing stories and rumours as well, as Madrid's plan to lure Eden Hazard away from Chelsea. Perez has now allegedly sanctioned Asensio to be used as a bait in any further negotiations to ensure that Hazard is here for next season. Another interesting one, and this was said to be closer to being a possibility since Lopetegui's departure, is the signing of Icardi from Inter. He wasn't keen to join and work with Lopetegui, though whether they can tempt him with a stopgap coach is another thing. And also, he would want assurances about any potential Antonio Conte arrival as well. One player that Lopetegui had tried to get in in the summer was Radamel Falcao, but there was little interest from Perez. But Lopetegui was going back in January for the Colombian, who is uh, with struggling Monaco at the moment. That will now not be happening. James Rodriguez, whose relationship with Nico Kovac is literally on the floor, is again said to be on his way back to Real Madrid come January. Now, what about a nice Neymar story? We don't seem to have had many of those over the last couple of weeks. So the best of the weekend was probably this one. Him telling Perez that he's happy and he's decided that Madrid will be his next club. But wait for it. He's only coming if they can get Liverpool's Roberto Firmino in as well. So 250 million for him, another 90 to 100 million for Firmino. And that would be the budget gone for the next season. Now, Florentino Perez has been quiet over the weeks leading up to the sacking of Lopetegui, but he took to the stage in Madrid to firstly remind all that, quote, we are living in one of the most extraordinary stages in the history of Real Madrid. We are European champions in football as well as basketball. Winning is already difficult. What we've achieved has been done with sacrifice and hard work. We have a great squad here that can win anything. It's already done it once and we can still do it again. He finished by saying we work to continue to be leaders in sport, economically and with social causes. We are a model club. We have economic strength to fight in a more complex environment. 
So rallying call to all the doubters that are out there. Just reminding everybody as well on the basis that the Champions League winning squad doesn't disintegrate overnight, even with the loss of one of its greatest talents. And nobody, he said, is going to be giving up just yet. Now, coming into the weekend, another name appeared in the ever-growing list of those linked to signing for Real Madrid, and that was the former Liverpool, now Milan midfielder, Suso, who's been at Milan since failing to break into Liverpool's first team since when, apart from a 19-game loan spell at Genoa, he's made 85 appearances for Milan, scoring 17 goals, four of those this season. He's played in Spain before, remember, back in 2013-14, he had a season on loan at Almeria, where he was actually sent off in his last game there against Betis. Uh, he had a termination clause of 40 million euro. Milan were trying to renegotiate his deal to increase that to 60. Chelsea and Atletico also interested. His contract runs, though, until 2022. Uh, there is no chance of a deal being done, however, in the winter window. So if anything did happen, it would be a summer move, if any at all. Now, as we prepared for Solari's first game in charge at the weekend, there were plenty of polls taking the views of fans to find out who they wanted to take over full-time. And there were quite a few surprising results. First of all, in the poll that was in Marca, the top six, uh, there was no Pochettino, Klopp, Conte, Wenger, Mourinho. The top choice was Guti, the 42-year-old who played 387 games for Madrid um, between, what, 1995 and 2010, before going to Bejiktas. Second on the list, bizarrely, is still Jupp Heynckes. Fourth was Del Bosque. Can you believe it? Uh, also in there was Michael Laudra. Surprising, really, isn't it? Because Heynckes and Del Bosque both fired. Heynckes uh, was eight days after leading Madrid to their seventh European Cup final and win back in 1998. So he hardly likely to be tempted out of retirement, which is where he is. Because remember, Bayern Munich would happily have kept Heikes in charge, but he has stepped down from coaching for good, and there is no chance of tempting him back. Michael Laudrup was the interesting inclusion in that list. Remember we said about a week ago that he'd been in touch with the club to gauge if there was any interest in potentially taking him on in a coaching role. Now, Madrid were also heavily criticised in the press by the president of River Plate last week for ungentlemanly conduct in uh, going behind their back, as they say, to negotiate with Ezequiel Palacios. River were frantically trying to increase his release clause from 15 to 30 million amid some serious interest from Inter Milan Barca, Madrid and indeed Tottenham Hotspur. A deal could well be done for any of those clubs in January. Now, one player, Lopetegui, was desperate to get back to Madrid. As we said, was James Rodriguez. He is now revealed there are five clubs that will try to sign him. Juventus, Napoli, Arsenal, Chelsea and Madrid. The Colombian has told his agent, Mendes, to get him out of Munich as soon as possible. Well, another who is likely to be on his way out, unless there's a major turnaround, is Asensio. He's failed to come close to looking to the player that he promised he would be if he were given the chance this season. And with Solari likely to want to please Perez by involving Vinicius, Asensio can look forward to perhaps growing frustration and that's all 
as the season continues. Back on that coaching front, providing disaster doesn't hit straight away, then Solari, we think, is going to be left in situ until the end of the season. It's so with Perez plotting that Pochettino move by dangling a 19 million per season deal in front of him over five years. An offer he thinks that would simply be too good for Pochettino to refuse. Now, last week's dream ticket for some was Arsene Wenger and Shabby Alonso as his assistant, which was beginning to gather a bit of momentum midweek, also getting busy with spreading a rumour or two. Ibrahimovic's agent, Mino Raiola, who it's said has generously offered his client services to Madrid. 22 goals, remember, in 27 games in MLS this season. And the fact that uh, the Galaxy missing out on a playoff spot, he won't be playing again until the end of March. It may well be a tempting proposition. Another rumour that simply will not go away is the one that is linking Marcelo to Juventus with Alexandro coming in the opposite direction. The only stumbling block, Marcelo's wage demands, which currently are £5 million per season. The Brazilian Alexandro, who signed from FC Porto in 2015, has made 85 appearances, scoring nine goals. It's said that he will relish a move to Madrid. Now, a lot of the press in the days that followed Solari's appointment were not impressed. Uh, one column suggested that outside being a bad manager, Solari has failed in the primary objective of a youth coach, and that is to develop players. It wouldn't be unfair to call his time, they said, with the Castilla team as a disaster, barely scraping into the top half of the table in three seasons. But... Uh, they went on to add that Solari has nothing to lose and the fixture list, they say, has been kind to him in his two-week interim role. If not him, then, well, who? The Belgian FA taking potential interest in Roberto Martinez very seriously indeed. They have warned Madrid they will not tolerate any so-called tapping up of their coach. There is no release clause for Martinez in his contract, they have said, so discussions will need to be direct. And remember, he only signed a two-year extension to his contract back last summer. Now, the first player to benefit from Solari's appointment was Javier Sanchez, the 21-year-old who's made 53 appearances for the Castilla team since 2015-16's debut and who's been at the club since he was eight years old was given a first-team debut in the Cup. And after being overlooked by Lopetegui, of course, Vinicius was immediately drafted into that first team as well. And the view after the Cup game was simply, why on earth did Lopetegui, with the few options that he had, simply not give Vinicius a little more playing time? Solari, though, did want to reiterate, he still is just 18 years of age. He's just arrived in a new country playing new football, but he's adapting little by little. He is growing and maturing. We have a special talent. Uh, Vinicius clearly, as we said, the focus after that cup victory. The media hungry for his every word. He said, I have words of thanks for everybody at the club for having always made me comfortable. It's helped me a great deal as I adapt to my new life here. And what of Lopetegui after his sacking? Well, he was linked with a very swift return to management as well, with Spartak Moscow being the first to show interest after they had sacked Massimo Carrera. 
Well, that's it then for this week's podcast. Don't forget, we will be back with more next Monday. If you want to get in touch, you can do on Twitter at Tim Capel or indeed at Facebook as well. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.